gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm gay-ish. Hello everyone in the podcast universe, this is Gayish. The podcast with an oral fixation. I was waiting for the joke. <laughs> wow, not your favorite intro? <laughs> the joke was, did you know oral can mean both like talking and blowjobs? Oh. Blew your mind. Yeah, blew something. Blew, just um, blew it real good. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today we are going to talk about hookup apps. We're going to talk about hookup apps. We're so knowledgeable on this topic. This is a departure from boxing because we know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm just as bad at it as I am at boxing. So it really, it really, this is perfect. I'm really good at taking one in the face. <laughs> but before that... <laughs> We got a bunch of other stuff to talk about. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, well, first of all, we now have gayish t-shirts. Yay! You can be part of the gayish agenda, mm-hmm. which I want our fan club to be called the gayish agenda. Oh, okay. I I think usually it's supposed to be something that they call themselves, but we just gave you the answer. Yeah, no, fuck fans. Them. No, <laughs> do it. This is the answer. That's what it's that's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, they look really cute. They have our logo on it, and and there's like hoodies and V-necks and yeah t-shirts and we're not getting any of the money from it it's really just a hope that people will buy it and wear it and we get free advertising so wait we're not making money no shut up kyle it's fine but i want money i know it's it's we're investing in our future Uh, but i want my present (laughs) (laughs) okay all right okay yes but wait is there a place people can go to find them Uh, i will add a link to the website okay and i've already posted it to our facebook group um, maybe we'll send the link out to Twitter and, and everywhere else also right around the time this episode airs. Cool. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, though, is we get lots of feedback. And I I really, I feel bad if we don't like acknowledge that we've gotten the feedback. Mm. And some of it's been really poignant and awesome. And so I wanted to read some of those things. Does that mean some of it's been terrible? We've only gotten like one really terrible thing. Uh, well, and there's that one uh, three-star review that you obsessed about for a while. Present. You mean currently. Currently, currently obsessing well, about it. Well, it's so weird because it just changed from five to three. So I like what I'm obsessing about is what like what did we do oh. <laughs> during that time? Like I'm thinking back about it could like the bad thing is it could have been a variety of shit that we've done with, between now and then. So I'm curious. Yeah. Three-star reviewer. What did, what did we do? Yeah. Yeah. We get, we get lots of feedback all the time, so I'm, it's not by any means comprehensive, but... We do read all of it, so even if we don't reply personally, we read it, we appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there, there are two really just nice notes that I wanted to, to share, and I, I, the, the first is from Rob. It says, hi, fellas. I don't typically write to random people online, but I wanted to let you know how much I'm enjoying the podcast. I love the concept of stereotypes, and you've done a great job exploring the topic. I think I'm a bit outside your demo at 57, though the age difference is part of the appeal for me. I can hear a younger me in your comments. I also see how time changes one's perspective. I laughed really hard, out loud, alone, in my car at the friend of Dorothy conversation and was motivated to email you. Keep up the good work. Best, Rob. Wait. Was he laughing at how dumb I am? <laughs> is, that what, is that what he was enjoying? Yeah, he would have emailed way sooner if that was the case. <laughs> um, but I, th- I thought that was great. And I was um, I was really excited, actually, to hear that we have, like, a dude in his 50s that listens to the podcast. Like, it, our goal has been sort of be to be universal. And I guess 
that's working at least on some level yeah that's awesome um another one sort of the other end of the age spectrum uh so this is tom from newport beach california says for me the podcast has given me validation about myself that i didn't even fully know i was lacking I've been out for six years now, and yet I've never truly felt like I found my place, identity-wise, at least in terms of relating to some larger socio-political identity. I grew up in a very conservative city in the blue state of California, and then went to a very liberal college campus in Santa Barbara. In my hometown, I always felt too gay, and in college, I felt like I didn't fully belong in that gay, hyper-liberal party boy clique that was the queer community on campus. It's been really interesting to get to hear your stories and realize that feeling this is something I'm not alone on. At this point, I'm rambling, but I just wanted to let you know what the, what, that what you're doing is awesome, makes me feel good and related to, and actually really validates my identity in a way that no other media, LGBTQ or otherwise, ever really has. I love that you take on topics in a candid and real way and stray away from watering yourself down. Aww. Pretty great. That was, yeah, that was such a sweet email. And if you are writing really nice things to us, don't worry about rambling. Just keep, just keep talking. <laughs> yeah, just, we're, fine, we're fine with that. Pages and pages yep. works for us. Yep. Just, just keep right on coming. No, that's really cool that, um, yeah, one of the goals that we had that we set out for is exactly what he's, he's saying is, is there is this group of people that are not as represented or we didn't think were as represented and, and we wanted to talk about those viewpoints. So um, I'm so glad that it, we, we, I think we were right that there are those people out there and, and want to hear perspectives that more match their own. We have an audience. We have people that listen <laughs> like us. Uh, see, the other thing is, so we had asked the question at one point about whether a cheese party uh, was something that straight <laughs> bros do. <laughs> And uh, Chris Sanders, uh, yeah. your your friend, former mm -hmm. co-worker, he said uh, his buddy Fred and he uh, went out for oysters and a good martini, just the two of us with no girls. They're straight. And then uh, I saw in here that you, um, I guess it's you, you wrote them back and yeah. said, you know, would you have a straight bro cheese date with him as well? And he <laughs> says, totally. We both love our cheese and refuse to lay out a plate without some charcuterie, olive, <laughs> and some form of fruit compote. Any cheese plate at either house must fit this requirement. We have discussed it before. For cheese, one should have a soft, a non-herb, and at least one non-cow, minimum of three cheeses. Which, I think just reading that is the gayest thing about me this week. <laughs> He's on top of his cheese game. He, this is not what I do and pull out like three blocks of like brie and then just eat it like 2 a.m. while crying. Yeah, yeah. Well, a cheese plate for you, I think, comes from Domino's with a pizza around it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like my cheese placed on top of dough. <laughs> Sandwiched by pepperonis. Um, and then the, the last thing that I had, uh, Lily Bollinger, who is um, sort of a shirt tail relative of mine is a, is a listener of the show and when I'd asked uh, during the baseball episode about whether it was okay to say something to Brian the barista at my Starbucks down here uh, she said hi I talked to some of my fr trans friends about your question in the baseball episode they had different responses but they all came down to quote-unquote appropriate so don't say anything vulgar while he's at work but a simple hey man you look really nice is good oh because that could it could be I, I get you. I, I got you, dude. Or it could just be like, you look nice. So it doesn't, it's not too, I feel like it's like one of those gay things where we have like our gay lingo that like straight people would just hear that and be like, oh, that person thinks that person is nice. But like, yeah, yeah. he would probably get it. Yeah. So I, I, I haven't gone back to that Starbucks since 
Lily wrote this in, but I will and I plan to. Cool. She also uh, is interested in us doing an episode about first times. Like, what was your first gay date like? What was your first gay experience like? Um, and, and we definitely need to do that. First time eating a Domino's pizza? Oh, oh. Lily. You never forget. It melts in your mouth. <laughs> it arrives within 20 minutes. It melts in your mouth. So speaking of that, let's talk about hookup apps. Yeah. So uh, our listener, Landon Harris, wrote yes. in and said that he wanted us to do this episode. So here it goes. Yeah. He, he, Landon, you better fucking appreciate this. This is for you. Yeah. All right. I'm so nervous. Why are you nervous? Um, I think that the anonymity of apps and the whole hookup culture is something that I don't have a lot of experience with because uh, when Trevor and I got together, it, like they weren't a thing. And I've only been, you know, on my own for a short period of time. And but the, just like other parts of the Internet, the anonymity of the whole thing, I say and do things on apps that I would never, ever fucking say or do in real life. So exposing any of that is, feels really vulnerable. I completely agree with you. I am a different person when I'm using apps because I just get to be, yeah, like one of the things is I get to just be like, here's what I'm into sexually. And I don't walk up to someone in a bar and say, hey, you know, here's a list of things that I'm okay with. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but on apps, you, you can do that. But I do feel like that's changing recently. I feel like apps like these kind of hookup apps are like you'll are, I'll start to see friends on it and people talk about it more socially. And when before I felt like it was something you just didn't talk about that you had grinder on your phone. Like, yeah. so I, I do feel like it's becoming you kind of are starting and maybe it's just the Internet is in general of like your online persona is actually you still. And it for me, at least I'm. I haven't changed necessarily that sometimes I'm like different person, but I'm realizing that may not, they may not work anymore. Yeah. I think so many times like, Oh my God, what if someone takes a screenshot of all these things I'm saying and posts it somewhere? Yep. Yep. And it makes me like nervous, but I do it anyway. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to tell you about a study that they did of people uh, on grinder who they, study.net study.net okay great did a study who wrote it study mcstutterson doctor study mcstutterson doctor has a phd from studiesville usa yeah (laughs) i actually i did like i was looking at this and i was like who wrote this and i looked for it's like when i'm having sex i i gave up and i was just like never mind we'll just, just put it in just me. that's fine all right i got what i needed i uh, know i have no idea i tried to, but gave up looking after 30 seconds mm-hmm. it's from it's the studies from the internet mm-hmm. um so they uh did a questionnaire for people uh, that were grinder users a third of people used it for sex and a fifth of people used it just to kill time oh yeah which i think that's really interesting and i think uh, I think there's way more than just hooking up that people use these apps for. And yeah. that's what a lot of people don't realize. And and when I saw this, a fifth people just killing time, like I've done that before. I'm not going to hook up, Yeah, but it's fun to look around and, and chat with people. Yeah. I was, I was chatting with somebody on Scruff waiting for you to get here. Oh really? Yep. Um, with, with no intention of no fucking intention him right of now. Fucking him. Well, not right now. You're coming over. Like, <laughs> 
I, I don't know if you were to walk i gave you keys to the apartment and i'm kind of nervous now because <laughs> i don't the last thing i want is to like have you walk in and i'm like inside someone balls deep in some twink <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify if i know you're i'm not gonna just use your keys yeah yeah <laughs> don't do that Emerge, I, I won't i won't so yeah do your thing um on average when you have grind people that these people that took the survey um have three apps okay how many do you have uh well i have scruff my phone won't do grinder i have a windows phone and they don't they haven't released the app on on windows phone so i don't have it if i could i would and then um i also we've talked about it before on the podcast i i am on adam for adam which isn't really an app i think they have an app but i'm the same way i use that site but then don't do they have an app i don't know if they have an app i think they do okay radar or something oh interesting you're like, ooh. No, no, I, I doubt that I could I doubt that I could get that either. Yeah, window, oh, Windows phone, Mike. I know, I know. Mike. I have to have that as an excuse for not getting laid. Mike. <laughs> yeah. Get your shit together. Okay, got it. <laughs> um, so the most popular apps were, well, of course, Grindr was because these were Grindr users. So everyone in the survey used Grindr. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Scruff was next. And then Jacked. Yeah, I have Jacked on my phone. Oh, really? I signed up and it is awful, so I stopped. I have never heard of Jacked. Oh, Ooh, are we gonna look at it? Yeah, I'll show you. This I mean, is like a field trip without going anywhere. Again, this is the this is the Windows Phone app, and uh, so you're telling me it sucks already. Well, I'm telling you that it's because I worked at <laughs> that you would now have to beep that, and um, <laughs> so did I. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not still an idiot. But I got a free I got a free Windows phone when I worked for them, and then I just am obsessed with it. I think there's like nobody on it. Too. Oh. it like, did it just crash? Oh, it crashed my phone. Great. <laughs> We're not gonna look at Jack right now. <laughs> I saw some boxes, and um, yeah, there are there are way there are a lot of apps. I, so I was, I was actually looking up like what are all the apps that are out there, and um, well, just when I did a search, there was an app called Squirt. That was advertising to me in the Great. top, which that that's just it's just kind of oh, gross. It's right? just, well, like, that's a, yeah, that's a lot of. And then there are other ones um, trying to be more internationally friendly, like uh, Blued is the top one in China. Blued. That's like somebody the, with bad grammar trying to do the past tense of blow. Yeah, like, but it's like, like spelled like the color with oh, a D. Okay. Nine Monsters is the top one in Japan. Yeah. Planet Romeo is the top one in India and Kenya. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. Uh the countries are like not close. They're not the same. And they're not the same. <laughs> That's what I know about those countries. Great. Uh Hornet in Russia and Thailand. There are no gay people in Russia. I'm convinced that Hornet is a sting operation. Ha <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but also, please don't use Hornet because I think you're going to get murdered if you use that. Like any app that's a top app, app in Russia is like government agents looking at that so they know who to kill. Prestuplenia in Nakazania. Shloiken doiken. Okay. People that uh, I know use BBRT. Have you heard of that one? Bebert? <laughs> It's Justin Bieber. He's the Justin Bieber branded sex app. He's put his name on whatever he can. Randomly naked all the time. It's just twinks with tattoos. Hauntingly adorable. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, no, BBRT. So like it stands for bareback real time. Oh, wow. it's like for bareback sex specifically. Wow. What? Just I just I don't I don't I don't like that. Why not? Because I think even in the era of prep, uh, unprotected sex is not something that we should support or condone. And I mean, I'm still going to do it sometimes, but like I shouldn't. And having a place that's specifically for unsafe sex, that just kind of creeps me out. I feel exactly the same way as you, but like, uh, but just the same as you like, but I do it. So I feel like I'm, I either need to no glove, no love. (laughs) That's bad. I wonder if that's their tagline because it should be. I like, I think that I, I'm like, oh, that's gross. But then I still don't use a condom sometimes. So I'm the one, it's not them. It's me. I'm the one that's like judging this, these people that use this app and not admitting what I do myself. So I should just wear a condom. But is that, is that, I mean, are you seeking out? I no. I mean, it's not what I'm seeking, but like a lot of times it's just what happens. Yeah. So I feel like I'm just not admitting to myself that I am like engaging in that risky behavior. Okay. I feel like it's not just, yeah, not being honest of me. Um, so back to the study, uh, the last thing was, uh, this surprised me. So 40% of people said they used it on the weekends, but 64% of people were active on weekdays. Yeah. Okay. Which I think people that it makes sense to me. I think people think of that as something you do on nights and weekends, much like going to a bar is a night and weekend thing, but a lot of people are there during the day. Um, so it's just a, a use of it that I, that I don't think people would be aware of i think on the weekends people go out people hook up at bars Mm. still i can know some people say the apps are killing the bar scene but like my pattern seems to be i bullshit on the apps in the evenings during the week and then during the weekend i go out and Mm. meet people do you use the apps when you're out like do do you use them at the same time no like uh i went out last night with a guy a, a friend fraternity brother we're not hooking up and uh, we went to the Madison pub and he was looking at Scruff or Grinder, I forget which one, and being like, oh, God, there's so many people here in this room right now at this bar that are on, <laughs> that are on, again, whichever app it was. And I noticed that because I noticed that it, I don't do that. Yeah. In fact, I would kind of be weirded out by it. Like you see a room full of strangers and like, oh, that guy, he's... It has an eight inch uncut dick. Great. I'll yep. talk to him like that. I didn't know. I couldn't do that. I've seen his butt. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I don't know him yet. Yeah, I'm the same way. But I think there's part of part of that for us is it still it feels shameful or, or at least for me, maybe like it still feels like a shameful thing. Like back to what you're saying before of like I say and do things on the apps that I would never do in person. Like I also have like this guilt or there's this shame about it for me and having it. So I don't like, it's only recently that I've talked about these apps with other people. Yeah. And you know, usually my gay friends, um, yeah. I remember at work, like I just have such a specific divide of my personal life, and my work life. And people like my boss asked me if I had grinder and I lied to her. He says, oh no, no. Cause like, but I did, but, but like, that's weird. I'm not going to tell my boss. Oh, 
yes, I am kind of slutty. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that's just strange to me. I don't know. So, yeah, I just lied to him. So, yeah, I, I have the same way. A lot of it, I think, is because I don't want anyone else to see me using it yeah. while I'm out. Is that the straight equivalent of this? Well, or but some, the, the, the reason I asked that right then is I find it really... It's sort of fucked up that she felt comfortable asking you if you have grinder, and could you just say right back, "Well, do you have Tinder? Mm. Are you fucking strangers on the internet? <laughs> How about that not be a conversation we have at work?" Yeah, I, they, I think that's I do, a weird I, thing to ask at work. I feel like straight people bring up grinder a whole bunch. Like I, I've seen it on TV references to it, and like I don't understand straight people's fascination with gay hookup apps yeah and and like so much that it's become accepted conversation in mixed company in weird contexts well and i still like i think of grinder nowadays as kind of being old news i think of that as the older hookup app and i still have it it has like people on it but scruff is the one i use oh. so like I don't know. I just don't like when someone brings up Grinder, especially straight people bring up Grinder in my I'm I don't know for sure, but I just roll my eyes because I'm like, you don't. Yeah, you don't really get what this is. Mm -hmm. And it's also that weird thing of like, yeah, they know it's a hookup app, but they know how dirty and like <laughs> it's, and that's why I think it's so funny when they compare it to Tinder, because like, no, Tinder, you're like. You have a profile with your face on it, and you wouldn't be like, "Hey, girl, send me a picture of your vagina." Yeah. <laughs> like, Are, do you know that for sure? I'm sure everyone can use anything for anything. So, like, I'm not going to say no one ever, but like, I strongly believe that people use Tinder in more of a dating, and even the people that do hook up with it, I still don't think they get how like <laughs> how like sexual. Things yeah. like Grinder and Scruff are. Yeah. Like okay. you talk about, you put your HIV status on it because that's information people should know. They say it like you put your relationship status so people know if you're in an open relationship or single or whatever. You put all the things you're into yeah. so that people know if you are a top or a bottom or you wear condoms or not or like to be fisted or like water sports or like. And you have the option of the length of your penis and whether you're circumcised or not. And, and if like, like what you're looking for later today, it, like right now, meaning like I, I want to fuck right now, like all of these things, even if people you do, some people use Tinder for hooking up like Tinder does not have an option that says I want to fuck right now. Right. You know, like <laughs> so I yeah, it just makes me laugh whenever straight people <laughs> think Tinder is their grinder. So um, going back to the grinder and scruff thing, I don't have both. Can you compare and contrast them? Like, how are they different? Yeah, grinder just now feels uh, a little bit older. So like, it's is it because of the features or because of the just audience, the look and feel? Or, okay. I think um, it's similar idea of like, yeah. So we don't have the like swipe left or right, uh, mm -hmm. but both gr grinder and uh, scruff have like the you know maybe nine people nine faces or whatever profile picture I have sometimes a dick here and there um <laughs> uh you know like nine squares like brady bunch style and you scroll through to see people like based on their location and you can click on it and get their profile so it's it's pretty similar some of the features are different like they all want you to upgrade to their fancier yep you know version so like they have Which, different i have a scruff pro account you are the one person i've never heard of anyone using scruff pro the two things that i love about it one i can uh, turn off 
people seeing when I visited their profile. Oh. And the other is you have filters that you can't use if you don't have the pro. So like online right now is a big one you can't use on scruff unless you pay for it like yeah so like i can filter out people who are offline and and just people who are right now looking at the app and grinder doesn't have uh last viewed profiles like you can't see people that have looked at you interesting but i wouldn't i would never turn that off because Oh God, I'm such a Seattleite. Like viewing someone's profile is sometimes my passive aggressive way of saying I'm into you. That's so weird to me. That is so weird to me. And like, woof is the next step. Woof is like the next step up of passive aggressiveness of like, instead of talking to you, I'm going to woof at you. Uh, And then actually sending a message. Like that's the order. How about the would you meet function on Scruff? Oh, I use that. Uh, that, Where does that fit in your passive aggressive? Like, oh, that's great. Because then it like, uh, and so like scruff uh does have the tinder style function of you can if you want to swipe but that's not the primary function mm-hmm. but yeah you can swipe uh on people's profiles if you would meet, like to meet them or not and i use that and that's like perfect for me super passive aggressive way of like telling yep i'm into you it's so interesting to me like i think that i'm as inhibited as you in person like we've gone to bars together and been like oh he's cute and no nervous talk to we talk you are way bolder than i am in person you think so yes oh you walk up to people and you say hey (laughs) i was gonna keep going but i didn't need to i don't do that okay all right all right I am wrong and I retract my sentence because you realize how right I am okay but no my, my 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 point is that I would think that the protective anonymity of that situation online on an app that you would be freer or bolder or uh and and just to to find out that you are as weirdo well uh, <laughs> is, is surprising to I'm, me i'm bolder but even a bolder me is still not that bold okay so i do i i would like say hey to to more people or to anyone, I don't ever do that at a bar, but I, I would say hey to people. And when I get, and sometimes when you're talking about like, if I have one of those streaks where I'm like on all the apps, I will actually message a lot of people. And then it can be like kind of like defeating to not get replies back, especially when you, I know this is so superficial, but it's how like, uh, but I don't know what to do about that. Like if I look at someone and I'm like, oh, I'm as attractive or more attractive than that person. Then you say something to them and they don't say something back. Then I'm like, uh, what, how how did that not how often do people say something to you and you don't say something back to them well they're all ugly <laughs> see this is <laughs> no 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 that's not true like the, the, there are like like do you have a double standard do you uh, hold people to a standard that you don't hold yourself to never <laughs> it's impossible mike <laughs> i think it, i mean there are some messages i get from people that like, I'm sorry, I know, I don't, I know this isn't great, but like, if you're 50 years old and 200 pounds overweight, like, I don't, I don't know, like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like, I'm just not, uh, so I, I get some messages like that where I think, but then again, okay, yes, I do have, because I send messages to people that are way more attractive than me. Um, those people I don't feel bad about not getting a response. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> you made the good decision. That's <laughs> like, so interesting. That's so interesting. Well, I mean, like, all of this is... The downside of this um, is it is all based on your looks. Hmm. You know, there's minimal information available other than whatever your f- 
picture is. I keep saying face picture, but it's like, or your butthole picture, or abs <laughs> picture, whatever you, you got going on. Like, it's all just based on your physical appearance. Sure. And uh, it's I know it's not dissimilar from a bar. I do think there's a little bit more. You get a little bit more information at a bar. Like, I don't know. You can, I can see if how they're interacting with their social or not, or I don't know. I, I agree with you in general. It's, it's superficial, but the, like you can get a little bit more information when you look at someone, are they playing pool? Or are they sitting off to the side? Mm-hmm. Um, are they drinking a beer or something good? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Okay. So I looked at an article on vice that okay. was called on gay dating apps. Hooking up is out. And I tried to read it, but it was super fucking slow. So that's the end of what I know. Okay. <laughs> that's all okay. I got from it. It was one of those that like, first there was a pop-up that asked me if I wanted to sign up for their email list. And then like, I tried to scroll down, but I couldn't. And it was just, then I gave up. So, um, but <laughs> at least the idea of it, um, I do think that it is becoming more and more like, I think back in the day, and these are where some of my residual feelings of, of grinder being embarrassing or super slutty or whatever. Like now it's becoming a place where you can actually date someone where oh. you may actually like some people want to go on dates, you know, from these apps or you're a little bit more, your real person. Interesting. And people talk about it. That's at least how I feel. So, uh, the, my naive impression that being on there and expecting to date somebody is bullshit. Hmm. I, I should re-examine that. But I think I think on I think so on somewhere like Grinder, it's less likely. But I think somewhere somewhere like Scruff, you can get dates out of that. Somebody who says friends or networking or dating that that's what they're looking for. Like maybe that's not a lie. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> it is a lie. Okay, I think anyone who says friends and networking is bareback bottom one and get bang gang banged and they do, like no like okay do they know what networking means i think they're doing it wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's their way of networking <laughs> their version of business card is a semen um, oh, gross. <laughs> okay i thought that was kind of hot um, so, so like i I think there's some people on there that are like, do you know where you are? Uh, like, you, you know, there, you have to acknowledge that that is a place for hooking up. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. people that put friends in networking is to me, you're lying. Like <laughs> you're not looking for a friend on scruff. <laughs> I know you're not looking for a friend on scruff. So people, I think that put relationships or sex I, and maybe I'm, I'm also just doing very much like telling you what I do and then ex- assuming that's, what everyone does so i just realized i was doing okay um like i I that doesn't make it invalid though i'm interested in your perspective and stuff i think it or i use it as it could be both meeting people and dating them or hooking up and it and it depends on how i'm feeling and what what i'm looking for right then or maybe even the person i'm talking to on there's some people i'm like i do not want to interact with you on a human level but like (laughs) but i would want to like go to town on you so like you know it can just depend on the person (laughs) just don't talk just shut your fucking mouth (laughs) and just 
only talk to me on scruff never talk to me in person (laughs) you're standing at their door at on the app like just to make it clear we're only going to talk through the phone well there's someone that okay i've actually met up with someone in an open relationship Mm -hmm. and we like went on a date i guess Mm -hmm. like we went out to a bar got drinks didn't hook up and we've like we've done that a couple times Mm -hmm. and never hooked up and he, I was like, oh, like, let's exchange. At some point, if I've done that and like the person enough, we'll exchange phone numbers. And I yeah. was like, oh, here's my number. We can just text. And he was like, why don't we keep the communication on here? Interesting. So I wonder if that's a weird rule about their open relationship of, like, don't get people's numbers. Don't. Like, ability to sever? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe? Like- I don't know. It's so it's so strange to me. But, like, Scruff was his, like, that's how we're, we're going to talk. That's crazy. That's yeah. really awesome. Is it awesome? Yes. I think that, uh, <laughs> especially in Seattle, anytime people are like really clear and uh, vocal about boundaries, is refreshing and great. Oh, like, I didn't ask him why. I should have asked him why. And he probably would have told me he didn't. He seemed like he's pretty upfront about that stuff. But yeah, I don't know if that's if it's because of his relationship or. It's just sort of a Seattle thing to just ghost or just yeah. give a wishy-washy answer or. Yeah. But to just say, no, I would prefer that we communicate over scruff only. Yeah. That's that's really refreshing, I think. Yeah. I was going to say earlier when we were talking about the whole, like, do you not respond to people who write to you? Mm-hmm. I haven't been so good at emulating this, but one time I wrote a guy and he wrote me back, we're not a match. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And that made me feel really great because that wasn't a... I didn't take that personally. I didn't take that. Like I wasn't, I wasn't trying to like beat myself up because of it. I got closure and resolution. It just was really clear. And I thought that that was fantastic. Again, I haven't been super good about doing that myself, but consequently that guy is now dead. (laughs) Unrelated. Unrelated. Um, yeah, well, okay. On the flip side, do you have those people that like you have a string of like 10 messages to you that you've never replied to? It's like, hey, hey, dude, how's it going? And they're all different days. Like, I'm going to show you a thread. <laughs> get a fucking hint. Like, I you're right. The adult thing to do is reply to them and say, not interested. Sorry. But after message 24, you can't say anything because then you are like, you're feeding the crazy. You're well, you're feeding the crazy and you're admitting that you're an asshole. Like if you don't respond, then maybe you're dead. They don't know. (laughs) I think when you go to the zoo, don't feed the crazy. Like (laughs) this was both hot and embarrassing. Okay. (laughs) Like my underwear today. This guy, we were talking on scruff and he asked me if I wanted to hook up and I went to his work. He works at a hotel about six blocks from here. Mm-hmm. And I got the impression that he was going to break us into a room at the hotel. Yeah. But no, we, we banged in a, in a janitor's closet at the hotel. <laughs> wow. That sounds like a uh, porn. Yep. And so let's see, 30 messages have gone uh, unresponded to. And it, it's you there. Let me know if you don't want to talk to me no more. Good morning. Are you mad at me? What's up? Hi. How are you? What's up? Can you talk? Can you talk? What's up? Oh, my What's God. What's up, man? Hi. How are you, man? Good morning, man. What's up, man? Jesus Hey, man. Christ. How are you? Good morning, man. And he sent me one today. Holy shit bags. Yeah, and that was over the course of like three months. But, 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 
Okay, why why didn't why aren't you responding to him? Uh, well, why am I not responding to him? I guess I'm not into it, <laughs> and I should say so. Like I had fun, and the setting made it kind of weirdly hot. Mm-hmm. But I fe- have this like been there, done that sort of feeling, and I wouldn't hook up with him in any other context. Yeah. So that's the. I feel like one of the downsides of this is if the interest is the anonymity of it or the setting, like you, like the situation that you both agree to, because you can be more open about your, you know, what you're into and what you want. But like that may necessitate a one-time hookup. Like if you met up with him again in a janitor's closet, it's now not original. Like yeah. you've, he's not new. He's not anonymous. He's not like you've done janitor's closet. Yep. So that's part of where I think some people don't realize like, I may fuck you and we may not talk again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get, I've been on both sides of that. So I get that that's a shitty feeling having that happen and not get why, but like, but it's some, maybe it's also like refreshing to hear that, to be like, maybe it's not about me. It's about what the other person was looking for. Well, and I, I, uh, I know that life isn't this simple, but to me it would be really great if scruff was for sure for just like, we're going to bang and then it's over. Mm-hmm. And any dating potential would come through OkCupid or Match.com. I have accounts on both of those. If you put a naked picture on OkCupid, you're going to get in trouble. (laughs) Uh, Like, that's not what it's about. And you're encouraged to put in, like, HIV status is not one of the fields in the form for your account there, right? Questions that ask you about who you are as a person. Yeah. And so if it could be like, hey, I'm interested in a relationship, I go there. If I'm interested in banging, I go over to Scruff. And I don't, and never both, like, like, just like, let's keep them compartmentalized, which I think says something about my psychology. We've talked (laughs) about before too, that like, I have a hard time seeing friends as sexual objects because like, it's really very separate in my world. And I don't think that that's normal. Yeah. I think, I mean, like human complexity, like you, you can hook up with someone. And I think a lot of people hook up with someone. I think we talked about this on the first episode, like relationships can sometimes start from a hookup that then turns into oh i actually like this person so like and sometimes what you think you want is not what you really want so i think there's yeah humans are too complex to make that work yeah no i agree i think that you want to be more sexual than you are than you actually are i think you want to be on these apps and like have anonymous sex and do these things. But I don't think you really want to do that. I think you think you should do that. I don't disagree. And I've done a lot of thinking about this. I have low testosterone and I've even been treated for low testosterone a couple of times, but I've wondered if that's why, Hmm. like I I for sure look around at the sexual behavior of my friends and other men and think that my sex drive is it's apparent to me way lower than average. So you're right. There is this weird feeling that I should be hooking up more, that I should be messing around more. And I do kind of try to pressure myself into that and more than I'm more than I desire or more than I'm comfortable with. Yeah, I think gay culture says you are on these apps and you hook up with people. But I think there are more people than we would expect that that's not what they want everyone assumes that gay people just want to get their fuck on, but I think a lot more people just want a relationship and don't like those apps. And 
maybe some of them do it begrudgingly or yeah. do it because they feel they have to or do that because that's what their friends do. So, yeah, I think it, it's that could be a factor, your level of testosterone. But I also think you like relationships. You yeah, like yeah. having your person. You like getting to know someone and having their feelings. And that's. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I laugh, but it's true that uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of a chick about yeah. sex like <laughs> like there's uh, whether it's true or not i don't know the, the stereotype that women need to have connection before they can feel sexual and that men have to feel sexual before they can feel connection and i, I i've always felt like i was a, a, a woman on that yeah um front yeah yeah and i think the i would venture to say that it's not just gay people like just men in general are too often prescribed as wanting sex no matter what. That's one of the reasons that when a male get like we find it hard to have a male rape victim because yeah. like we he don't must have take, wanted it. Yeah. yeah, we don't take those seriously. Oh great, you hooked up with that teacher? Like who cares if you were below the age of consent and all that stuff? Like you know, yeah. So I I I'm I think more men than we know, gay or straight, would identify with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know out there, you gays and straights on apps is it and and trans and bi and queer and everything yeah i think and you even mentioned it like like the i know being a, a flake is like very frowned upon especially in like hookup apps and it happens and it's frustrating but what i've realized more and more recently is i need to give myself more permission to be a flake oh i think sometimes i do things because I've gotten a, like to a certain point in a conversation. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, then I realize I didn't know this going into it, but, Oh, this has just been fun talking with someone. Yeah. And it's like, this is exciting. And like, it, it like is turning me on just to have this kind of like sexual conversation that you can't normally have, but yeah. I actually don't want to hook up. Yeah. And I have at times then gone to hook up with them when I didn't, really want to because oh, wow. i felt guilty or felt like i don't want to be a flake or a tease or a tease like yeah and and sure a better way to deal with that is a more direct like i changed my mind yeah. i don't want to do this or like being upfront and honest but if you don't want to do something i think more people need to give themselves permission to be a flake oh okay if if the best way out of that is you just don't reply to them sure we can all be better people but like the hard part then is being forgiving of people who flake on you yeah like that sucks that's no fun like if you think something is going somewhere and then like they just fucking disappear that's that's really um it's really troubling and yeah. so you're basically giving yourself permission to make somebody else feel the way that you feel when that happens to you and i that, i struggle with that yeah no i i agree like i said like there is a way better way to handle it but if I have to make that person feel bad because I don't want to hook up with them, like maybe that's better for me. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. And that's yeah. But I do. Yeah. I do. Um, I think that's part of why we even had the episode about consent is because mm -hmm. I was not willing to say, you know what? This doesn't feel right anymore. Yeah. I'm going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah. don't owe these people anything. Right. It doesn't matter how far along in a, conversation on an app that you get yeah you yeah. don't owe them sex you don't owe them those things they might get blue balls but they have a hand they <laughs> <laughs> they yeah they they uh yeah they might get frustrated they might 
be upset at you. They might all those things, but you do not owe them the sex that you said. Yeah. 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 So never mind. I take it back. Like I, I'm more on my side of yes. Give yourself permission to flake. Okay. Frosted flake. Mm, they're gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we more talk about sting operation? Tinder's not as slutty as people think article. I didn't look up. Nope. We've covered it. <laughs> okay did you have more you want to talk about i also have weird sometimes like panic attack anxiety thoughts when going to hook up yeah that like oh my gosh this person is actually underage and i'm gonna be on um some you know nightline or whatever yeah um or something that i said or did somehow implicates me in some sort of crime and i'm gonna show up and there's a bunch of cops there (laughs) or that uh, I'm going to get mugged, that I'm going to walk in, there's actually going to be like four dudes there and they're just going to grab me and beat the shit out of me and take all my stuff. Yeah, I legitimately, like, I think my thought usually before, like, the anonymous side of things is like, this may be the last everyone sees of me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I do think, like, you know, you I think a lot of times you read stuff in news stories and you're like, oh yeah, that person is a fucking moron. Why didn't they... But it's just because it happened to them. Like, I do all those things. Like, I could yeah. be that person that, like, dumb idiot walks into anonymous strangers' apartment and dies. And everyone's like, well, of course. But I do that. So, yeah, I, I sometimes think, like, wow, I wonder if I'm going to get killed. You know, uh, if you want to send me the address of where I can find your corpse later, I'm happy to check for <laughs> it there when you don't show up. <laughs> there was a nice thing hidden in that mean thing you just said. <laughs> But yeah, we should we should start to do that. Like we absolutely should. Like have a, a just a word and an address. Like if you say this word, you're going to like you, you don't get to ask anything about it. Yep. A word, an address, and time. And yep. If you don't hear by that, you know, if you don't get a text by that time, that's like red alert. Go to that address. Yep. Let's start doing that. What's our word? Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. Like Templeton in Charlotte's Web. No, it needs to be really short because I'm not going to type that many fucking characters. <laughs> but it's like a feast. It's a, it's funny. Okay. <laughs> Smorgie. Smor- How do you spell that? I don't know. Uh, How about slut? <laughs> that's that's about right. It's, All right. It's a code word. It's Nobody code- will know what's going on. Hidden meaning, but it's it's like it's like what people do when they go hiking, or they should do when Mm. they go hiking. Like let somebody know where you are going and when you are going to be back, and then like we know where to find the corpse later. Yeah, like the way you're saying it, but I know. Yes, yeah, we should start to do that. All right. Well, should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are, are, Are we back? Yes, we're back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> um, We're going right. to do our gayest and straightest. But first, uh, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Oh, <laughs> I got distracted. Bye. I was like, you forgot the part about Gmail, but that's not. that's Okay. Um, our, our email address is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us at, on Twitter at at gayishpodcast. And uh, we have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash gayishpodcast. 
Uh oh, the order we did this accidentally makes it so the phone number is me. 5855 Gayish. Which is 5542-9474. Yeah, and now every time you say it, you emphasize the nine because that's what you fucked up before. Yeah. Standard rate <laughs> supply. Um oh, subscribe and rate and, and review. Rate, review, and scrub, subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> um all right. Gayest and straightest. Gayest and straightest. I think you go first. Okay, great. I'm, I'm happy that I'm going first because I'm pretty sure that we were going to have the same answer. Uh, so no, no, I know what you're going to say. The gayest thing about me uh, <laughs> this week was going to a bar here in town called CC's on Friday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and uh, it was fetish night. It is the Adam for Adam of bars. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but that's a compliment if you want to if you want to sponsor us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, fetish night, which apparently is a thing that they do pretty regularly. But we're just like hanging out there drinking beer. Apparently, we're lucky that we got in because uh, oh, really? like a huge line formed and they let fetish gear wearing people in preferentially. So there that were lots sense. of people not wearing fetish gear that had to just like stand in line and wait. And so we got there early enough that there was no line. We just walked in. Yeah. And we weren't wearing le- and uh, we weren't fetish gear. wearing any fetish gear at all. Uh, but holy shit, that was gay. And uh, education. I learned all <laughs> kinds of things. Like there's people in jock straps and there's people in leather harnesses and there's people in like full body plastic suits and there's we talked to a pup a pup and a handler and uh uh there were a a a bunch of deaf people there that was pretty interesting and a guy in a diaper and a whole bunch of people in uniform which one of them was really working for me his name was (laughs) angus and he was tall and beautiful and he was dressed like a general and i actually quick aside I gathered up the courage to your point earlier saying that I'm braver than you are. I gathered up the courage to, to, I walked up to him and I said, you are gorgeous. What's your rank? <laughs> and, uh, and he said he was a general and he said, you know, his name was Angus. And I said, my name was Mike. And we shook hands. Uh, and then I just kind of left and he was still looking at me like, let's continue having a conversation. <laughs> and I just got intimidated and I walked away and he sort of tickled my collarbone on my way uh as i was leaving and i kind of wish that i'd talked to him you're doing more. this is oh maybe being in bars is a lot like apps like you did the like he's still talking but you just like ghosted yeah yeah huh. yeah also i do way better in bars than i do on apps mm. and i don't know if that's about connection like we were talking about i think it probably is but like i'm really good with people and i think i'm more attractive in person than i am on apps mm. and Maybe we need an app makeover. Yeah. We've talked about that because Chris especially hates my app persona. (laughs) I need a a better. uh, Everyone says that I like look better than my pictures and my app persona. So I probably need that too. When I do hook up on apps, almost inevitably, one of the first things they say is you look like your pictures or better than your pictures, which apparently the expectation is that you're going to look grosser than your pictures when you show up. Yeah. uh, Anyway. (laughs) Uh, the straightest thing about me this week, I repaired my own toilet. My toilet stopped working. It was leaking. Uh, it had, uh, I got in trouble because it went downstairs and it pissed off the people downstairs because it was leaking water. Yeah. And so I went to Home Depot and I got a toilet repair kit and I shut off the water and I yanked out all of the guts and I put it all back in myself and turned it on and it works amazing. I can shit and flush up a storm. It is perfect. <laughs> And I did it all by myself. Totes mask, totes bush. That's for you, Murph. Mask for mask. So straight. (laughs) If toilet repair turns you on, (laughs) 
text us five 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 gayish and i will get back to you <laughs> um or find mike's personal profiles <laughs> right. on the variety of apps that we've talked about um your turn my you're right i was there during fetish night so I, i'll pick a different gayest uh which is was, was that going to be your gayest no well n- I thought it might be yours, so I also <laughs> came up with my backup. Um, yes. Which is... Do you have problems ordering the same thing as somebody at a restaurant? Yes. Somebody orders something and you're like, that's what I wanted, and so you order something else so you don't order the same thing? Yes. Is Do you always have a backup ready in no. case they order the same thing as you? No. I'd have to scramble. Oh, scrambled is good. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little ham, yeah. diced onions. and throw some bacon in there yeah some cheese great okay go ahead sorry um uh gayest thing on the when I was, I was adjusting the margins of this paper and it was i was adjusting them and it was like what's the top what's the bottom and i just had this little like i both laughed i was like that's funny but then i also realized like straight people don't they would never even think of that i feel like there are these little little jokes sprinkled through life that straight people just would not think about or experience and and i just really enjoyed that like that was fun for me yeah um yeah. how many inches do you want your top uh, to well be? unfortunately it was 0.5 <laughs> inches so i don't know <laughs> um the straightest thing so okay my gayest thing uh last time is that i bought guy liner yeah the straightest thing is me trying to put on oh. eyeliner. <laughs> I I looked like a drunk nineteen year old sorority girl. Like I, I it didn't at first. I like had to try to put it on, then I had to like undo it and like try again. And like I, I was so bad at it. And then I realized I accidentally bought waterproof. Yeah, uh, I saw you later, and you couldn't take it off. I, I tried, <laughs> and that was me after like a lot of scrubbing, and then apparently you should check that especially if it's your first time putting on because i couldn't get it off or it was really difficult yeah yeah so i i realized in trying to put on makeup like even though i bought it this is not my gay gay thing that you i know how to do makeup yep. this is your straightest thing yep no, no, I, <laughs> I, I agree I, I don't think i've done makeup except for like halloween yeah <laughs> or uh when i was in in plays in high school i'd have to put on my own like foundation and stuff but uh, oh i've never even put on foundation oh god it, yeah but you probably looked really good oh yeah <laughs> hot yeah hot af <laughs> foundation because of the stage lights they're really yeah. hot <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's it we want to thank uh landon harris for suggesting this topic and uh of course thank you as always to charlie finn for our theme music and uh you our listeners we love you we love you write us we have we have modest feelings about you buy a fucking t-shirt buy a t-shirt if you want that if you want us on you all the time yep (laughs) uh uh, so that's it this has been gayish i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz until next week be butch be fabulous be you bye bye it up and hear me as I will sing hey and by the way do you hear what your words bring oh P.S. I'm I'm going to take my glasses off so I can't see you. (laughs) Will that make for a better episode? Yep. Are, Are you less annoyed already? That's the goal.